Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. start this video off by thank y'all for watching our videos and liking our posts and we really we really love for y'all to comment some we want to hear what y'all have to say not just us talking to y'all so you know drop us a comment on our post or send us a, a private message and we'll for sure get back with you so but thanks for watching and liking our stuff so far yeah. um, so tonight our topic is meekness and we're going to start by reading Matthew chapter 5 verse 5 it says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. So meek is a word that I feel like not a lot of people know what it means because I wasn't for sure what it meant. Um, but the definition or some, really some words that it's related to are quiet, gentle, patient, long-suffering, peaceful, and submissive. So did you have anything else with that one? Or? Um, obedient was another word that I had. Did you say modest? I didn't. I saw modest too, which I thought was a pretty good um, word. But the rest of them okay. the same. So those are just some basic other words that you can relate to meek. And a lot of those, you kind of think it sounds like you just let people walk over you. Um, you don't have a spine. You're a pushover. And a lot of people use the, the phrase meekness is weakness. Because they think, okay, if you're meek, then you can just kind of do whatever to them. Because they'll just let you. But really, it's just not retaliating when people do something wrong to you, um, you're not prideful, you're not arrogant, so it's kind of like humble. Um, you're patient when, um, and ad, ad, adversary. <laughs> adversary. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Adversity? Maybe. I think adversary is like a person or like a specific thing. Okay. Adversity is just like, I don't know. Okay, you're patient. <laughs> You find joy when things aren't when things aren't going your way, and you're just kind of you're just thankful for the blessings that God gave you. You're not focusing on what you don't have. Um, so, anything else y'all have on what it means to be meek? Before we kind of jump into how we can be meek. I don't thought I'd have anything else. Um, Pretty much. Okay. okay. So the main point we're going to make tonight about being meek is being kind to other people. That's a, a big part of how you can be meek, and it's a really easy thing to do, honestly. Um, it's just loving your enemies, and enemies is somewhat such a strong word, I feel like. Yeah. Like, you think of enemies as this really evil person as an enemy, but really it's just anyone who opposes you or doesn't like you. Maybe it's because of your religious beliefs um, or just something going on at school or at work or whatever. You know, they think, well... And she thinks this, I just don't like her because of it, or she does mm -hmm. this. And it doesn't have to be bullying necessarily, I don't, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Um, but just by definition, that's what an enemy is. And I feel like girls have a hard time of loving enemies than guys do. Guys can kind of get along with each other, joke around, and even if they don't really like you, they can still 
pretend almost or just sure. stay away from each right. other or just yeah kind yeah, of girls, avoid. girls hold grudges i feel like more than guys mm -hmm. do so we're just, just kind of we're kind of passive aggressive about stuff oh yeah <laughs> very passive aggressive judgmental towards each other um so but if we're gonna be meek and we're gonna you know we have to be meek to be a child of god then it means we're gonna be understanding towards people who are different or think differently than we do um, so let's go to Romans chapter 12. And we're going to read verses 14 through 21. It says, Bless them that persecute you, bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that rejoice, weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Set not your mind on high things, but condescend to things that are lowly. Be not wise in your own conceits. Render not to any man evil for evil. Take thought for things honorable in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as you, be at peace with all men. Avenge not yourselves, beloved, but give place unto the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance belongs to me. I will recompense, saith the Lord. But if your enemy hungers, feed him. If he thirsts, give him to drink. In doing so, you will heap coals of fire upon his head. Be not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Um, so really, just kind of breaking down some of this. I don't want to break down every verse, but um, I mean, Paul's just telling us to, when people are going through hard times, you know, have sympathy for them, care for them. If they're going through good times, then rejoice, be happy for them. Even if you're going through hard times, you know, just being happy for the people. Um, I mean, he says to live harmoniously or peaceably with everyone. So don't start things with people, you know, just, just get along. You know, if somebody's bothering you, then I'm not saying let them walk all over you and bother you, but, you know, maybe just avoid that person. Um, Dr. Phil says something that's really cool um, when he talks about like relationships with people. Um, he talks about choosing to be happy rather than choosing to be right. Um, so it doesn't transfer to every part of life, but if you're just having a petty argument over which Jonas brother is the cutest, like it may just be <laughs> that you need to choose to be happy rather than choose to be right, even though everybody knows that it's Nick. But. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he says, you know, don't repay evil. Don't seek revenge on someone if somebody wrongs you. You know, think. Do the honorable thing. He says, take thought. So think. Think about what you're doing. Think what this person's doing. Does it really, really matter in the long run? I mean, honestly, somebody's being just extremely mean to you yeah. you can't just let them but you mean like ava said just petty things mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. think about is this important well verse 19 says vengeance is mine i'll repay you know right. like instead of us seeking vengeance on people you know like god you know give it to god and right. you know it, he'll take care of everything you right. know in the end um, exactly love them through it and that's all we're commanded to do exactly anything else with this Verses. Um, yeah, just one more thing that I noticed mm -hmm. is like this little section of my Bible is titled Behave Like a Christian, you know, it just that doesn't seem like a whole lot of things, you know, that um, and they are simple things, it's just things that for us 
it seems like it's harder. You know, it's like, oh man, like in the moment it seems yeah, harder. It does, but when you really look at it, you're like, this it's not that hard. You know, just to truly love people and to you know to help people and that's encourage true. one another. And I don't know, that's just one more thing that I saw. Why not? Okay. Um, what's Jim Maria from Jim Verses? Um, yeah, I have Luke six twenty nine through thirty. Um, it's just, it's a pretty common one that um, you know people talk about when we talk about our enemies, loving our enemies, or mm -hmm. when you have a lesson on like bullying or whatever. Um, this one is talking about. I'll just read it here. To him who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. So I just thought that would kind of went along with, you know, instead of, you know, it's not that it tells us to, you know, hit them back when they hit us or knock them down when they're knocking us down. You know, we're supposed to, and I feel like that's, that's an example of meekness because, you know, we offer the other cheek, meaning, you know, we not really backing down, but not fighting back and being the enemy too, you know, being, putting ourselves in the same position they, they are. Giving them a reason to yeah. not like you. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was just another verse that I thought um, kind of went along with this. Another verse I have is James chapter 1. Uh, and it's verses 19 through 21. Um, it says, Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. The wrath of man works not in righteousness of God. Putting away all filthiness and overflowing with wickedness, receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. And that last verse is what I posted Monday. Mm -hmm. um, this is probably a, a hard thing that a lot of people have trouble with, um, is being slow to speak. Because you always want to, somebody's saying something, especially if they're trying to aggravate you, you just want to jump back in and you just want to, and a lot of times you're like, I wish I said that. And if you had said something different or had just taken a second to think, and like Marina was saying, you know, talking about her versus to turn the other cheek, just to turn away, mm -hmm. then it would make the situation so much better. So, you know, he tells us to hear first, listen to what the person's saying and process it. Think about it before you answer, before you get angry about it. Uh -uh. Yeah, something that I've noticed about myself is um, when someone says something to me, I feel like I usually take it out of context or um, twist it and get my feelings hurt real easily. Um, and I'm not particularly good with words, so I don't know why I project that on other people that they should be good with words. Um, but I've been working on that and I am trying to see people more for like their intentions behind their comments instead of the actual words that they say. Um, and some people do say words to intentionally hurt you and that's not good or not okay, but so many times people have a good heart about it or just don't even realize what they are saying is hurting you and it's okay to point that out to people, but, you know, try to point it out with love instead of mm -hmm. lashing back or clapping back as you kids say these days. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you said along with that, you know, 
are they trying to hurt you? And I don't think you necessarily have to point out every time somebody says something that you take the wrong way. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. then that person will think, well, I can't say anything around this person because they take it right. wrong. And you, you know, I'm just stating something and I don't mean it as whatever it might right. mean it as me. So, mm -hmm. you know, if it is something you're like, this person is continually hurting my feelings, then you might have to address, especially if it's a friend, you may have mm -hmm. to say, I don't, I don't think you mean to hurt my feelings, but sometimes you say stuff and that's, yeah. which is a difficult conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, but doing it that way is doing it with love instead of being like, well, I'm just going to get it back. You know, I'm no, just going to exactly. start saying mean things that I know is going to hurt them. You know, I feel like that's having meekness and patience and just being like, you know, you know, and slow to speak yeah. and thinking about what you're going to say before you say it. Um, and that way you can do it with love. That's very true. That's a good point. I had another um, verse on this one. Yeah. Um, it's Ephesians 4.29. And this one's from the ESV version. That I got. I have New King James. Um, and I just like this wording a little bit better. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. So I just thought that was really powerful, you know, like um, telling us, you know, not to let corrupting words come out of our mouth and everything that comes out of our mouth needs to be, you know, building those, that person up, whoever we're talking to, instead of putting them down. Yeah. Um, so, and that's, you know, hard at times because we do get so quick to react and, um, you know, we get angry and are frustrated and, you know, we, we want to just say exactly what comes to our head, but we need to be, you know, slow, slow to say those things and try to not let those corrupting words come out of our mouths. Exactly. Okay, anything else on maintenance before we talk about the second part of the verse? Okay. All right, so the second part of our verse says that the maker will inherit the earth. And as difficult or as it was to find out what meekness meant, I understand that. <laughs> I understand what Jesus meant when he said that we're going to inherit the earth was a little even harder. Because <laughs> um, we know that when, when Jesus returns, the earth won't be here. He's not giving us the earth. He's not turning over to the Christians like, hey, I'm going to go run, you know, a Christian earth. It's not going to be that way. Mm -hmm. So, um, when I, was really, I was trying to think about it. And... So during Jesus' time, he, it was during the Roman rule. So we had the Caesars, and you know, Caesar was his, was this you know great king and ruler, and the Romans wanted to literally conquer the world. They wanted to, you know, go everywhere they could. You know, that's saying all roads lead to Rome. It's because they were going everywhere they could to bring Rome to be like the epicenter. Um, so you have these great rulers over these Jewish people who Jesus is speaking to mainly. And they're seen as you know, powerful and a strong army. Um, they're very aggressive. And so the people knew this, the Jews knew this, and they, of course, I'd be scared of these Romans too, if they were, you know, people ruling over me. Um, and you know, even since then, there's been you know, a lot of kingdoms come up and fall. You know, you have all these rulers try to rise up and try to take over the world or take over their country, you know, trying to kill the king else so they can be the ruler. You know, that's just mm -hmm. been going on for thousands of years. Um, but when you think about the type of people who do this, are they meek? You know, they're most of them are probably arrogant because they think that they're 
the person who can do this, they can lead a great nation. You have to have a big deal of confidence to do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they think they're unstoppable. They're brash. You know, they're not kind and compassionate because, you know, you don't think you can do these kind of things if you're that kind of person. Um, so they're not meek. They're not gentle. They're not kind. They're not humble and submissive to other people. Um, but Jesus, who's the ruler of all, the, obviously the greatest ruler, he describes himself in Matthew chapter 11, verse 29, that he is meek and lowly. Um, so you think Jesus is describing himself as that, you know, and he's the ruler of all things. What does that say about the other people? You know, it's only temporary. It's not going to last. Um, so getting into inheriting the earth, Jesus wasn't promising that we're going to have this earth, we're going to rule this earth. But if we had this spirit of meekness, then we'll have a joy-filled life and then we'll inherit something even greater than this earth. You know, we'll have a kingdom waiting for us. Um, anything on that? <laughs> I didn't have much on that because it is a little confusing. It is. Um, but, I mean, the only <clears throat> thing I've heard it explained as is, um, you know, that the promised land, um, you know, mm -hmm. that we're promised you know, if we obey, then, you know, and, and we'll be able to go to heaven if we just obey the gospel. And, um, but, um, yeah. Jenny Lee? I think just kind of a way to tie it all up in a bow for me was um, to just kind of keep in the back of your head that saying that you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar. And um, if you're nice and sweet and compassionate towards people they're gonna come to you more than if you're bitter and mean mm -hmm. yeah for sure um probably one of the last points i have is you know like i said jesus was speaking to mainly jews and most of them were poor villagers you know they followed him around they didn't have a lot of food or money um he wasn't speaking to these great rulers he was speaking to the poor and who have no power at all virtually and he's telling them to you know if you're kind if you submit if you get along with others if you have sympathy for other people then you're going to have all this power and they're probably as confused as we were trying to trying to understand this um but he, he's trying to tell them that you know there is like i said there's a greater kingdom and the power that you have in christ is far greater than the power that these kings at the time are now have. Sure. It just transcends everything. And, um, you know, the people who, and I was watching a video on this, and the guy made, I love this point. He said that um, those who inherit the earth are those whose stories are never known on the earth. You know, it's the people who don't seek fame and fortune. They're not trying to make their own names great. They're trying to make God's name great. Mm -hmm. Those are the people yeah. who are me. Those are the people who, will inherit the earth, the, the godly kingdom. Mm -hmm. I just got chills. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So that was kind of my last point. So. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> good thing to end on. Yeah. yeah. All right, so anything else on this? We're here to the earth. No. Okay. All right, well, hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you all next week.
Bye. Bye.